Hey, hey, hello. That's a new thing I'm trying out, and I'm not a fan of it, so it's probably not going to happen again. Um, I didn't mind it. <laughs> thank you for that feedback. Well, I will <laughs> let the higher-ups know, and we'll see where we come out. But until then, this is KSKQ 89.5 FM, Ashland, Oregon, and KSKQ translator K231 VW 94.1 FM, Medford, Oregon. Also streaming at www.kskq.org. And you are listening to Dream Infringement. Dream Infringement is generally a super spot of four Emily, the garbage cat Castillo. Uh, but we're also normally joined by Bobby, nature's ninja Castillo, and Jennifer, the ring-tailed bandit Woodside. Yeah, I feel like Bobby would appreciate the ninja one. Good call. It seems right. Mm-hmm. Um, we enjoy telling stories and playing songs based on a weekly theme. And this week's theme is in my opinion a good one i was I, excited about it i also think so <laughs> i'm not sure why i have to make it so divisive in my opinion it's a good theme <laughs> other people weren't a fan uh, i like it too <laughs> so sorry the theme is both of our moms <laughs> Um, and to introduce it, do you want to just throw it out there? Do you want to play the song? Throw in a little uh, suspense? Let's play the song. Let's, love it. Let's, uh, yeah. I feel like a... Look at you in the mood. Yeah. I feel like everyone needs a little suspense this Monday evening. <laughs> That's what I need in my life. <laughs> yes. More suspense. <laughs> Wow. What a, what a suspenseful song. Mm-hmm. Didn't that just get your blood pumping? <laughs> just want to pick up a fiddle and fiddle the night away. I don't know. I would love Something. to fiddle the night away. Mm-hmm. I wish I had the time. Yeah. Fiddling the night away sounds like something that would happen in a fairy tale. It does. Like Rumpelstiltskin might show up. Mm-hmm. There could be a talking raccoon. There could more hints. <laughs> We're being so subtle. The theme is raccoons, everyone. Raccoons. Our yep. favorite furry friends that are also very scary. Oh yeah. But is, adorable. Is there another animal that can be so delightful <laughs> and so terrifying? I can't think of one. <laughs> I can't either. They can turn their bodies in their skin. Why? <laughs> that is weird. But they're darling. They're so cute. And they have hands. Little people hands. <laughs> and they always look surprised. Yeah. If you see them. Or angry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The angry is the scary one. <laughs> right. I'd like to think we all have an adorable raccoon and a rabid raccoon inside of us 
I like that picture. Yeah. yeah. In therapy today, um, my therapist was saying that since Lena described made her feel like a cat that would bite something. Yeah. And I thought, well, like a raccoon. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. It's like a raccoon that's not having it. Yeah. Nope. Yeah. So do you want to kick things off or? Sure. Yeah. I? No, I you? can talk raccoons. Please do. Uh, so I have one favorite raccoon story that I tell all the time. Um, and one raccoon story that is kind of a bummer and might not actually be about a raccoon. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> tell me more. Um, so this all starts, I'd say six-ish months ago. When I am house sitting for some folks that I house sit for on the rig, it's my aunt and uncle, a little bit of nepotism, but you know, <laughs> um, and they have, well, at this point, three cats, but they have also had two cats and four cats. Mm. Um, but when the story starts, they have four cats Uh-oh. and yeah. But they, like you do with most cats, they just, like, have food out, right? Mm, you don't yeah. feed your cats at set times no. and then the bill is empty. And They're grazers. Yeah. They need to graze. That's how they live their lives. Mm-hmm. Um, so cat food out, cat door not locked. Mm-hmm. And soon raccoons start... Noticing that there is cat food, not on lockdown, just out there in the open for anybody to take. <laughs> um, and so they start coming into the house to get the food. Mm. And I was warned of this. And yet still, when I was sitting at the kitchen table at around six on a summer evening, before it had even hinted at getting dark yet, when I saw something out of the corner of my eye enter through the cat door, I assumed that it was just Waterloo, one of their dark gray and rather large cats. Oh. Um, and I ignored it. Mm-hmm. And then I glanced over to discover that there was a raccoon looking at me. Mm-hmm. And I was not a fan of that. <laughs> um, and then the raccoon didn't like that I was looking at it. So it got little like prickly furs up. Ooh. And I was very much not a fan of that. So I did the natural thing, which is I hissed at it. Of course. Yeah. Very loudly. Animal kingdom. Um, And then I had been eating soup. So I threw my spoon at it (laughs) and it ran out the door. (laughs) Um. So, you know, that's how I react in an emergency situation, if you were curious. I feel like that's pretty, like, that's pretty good. <laughs> Thank you. I need that kind of support. Yeah. I need the kind of support you're willing to offer. <laughs> so how did it, did you say I didn't catch it? How did it react when you hissed at it? Did it do anything? Um, It seemed kind of startled. Like... <laughs> I might just be projecting onto the raccoon, but I feel like it sort of tilted its head. <laughs> You're weird. <laughs> but 
one of the other cats, Piccadilly, was very good at getting the raccoons to go away by hissing oh. at them. So I was like, yeah. you know, maybe it'll work for me. I see the logic in that. <laughs> and so, you know, that's just a raccoon experience. There were many more. Slowly the raccoons started coming further and further into the house. Oh. Um, and then things had to change. So the location of the cat food and then whether or not the cat door could be open at night. Mm. Cats had to be locked in at night. That was a bummer. They were not into it. Sounds like more work for the house watcher. (laughs) (laughs) Also known as another word that I can't think of. House sitter? Yes. House House sitter. watcher is more accurate. That's true. That's true. Yeah. You're just trying to make things real. Yeah. That's how I keep it. Mm-hmm. So the fourth cat disappearing, is that? Yeah. Oh, sorry. <laughs> no, I'm really stretching this thing out. That's <laughs> stretch away. <laughs> it's just there's only two of us. <laughs> I know. It's so hard. I have a backup frog story, so it's <laughs> okay. not raccoon related yeah. at all. <laughs> but it's still within the animal kingdom. Um, but then, anyway, a couple weeks ago, one of the cats returned at night, all bloodied mm-hmm. and struggling to breathe, oh. and ended up having a punctured lung, mm-hmm. and unfortunately didn't make it, which is very sad, and I automatically blamed a raccoon. Mm-hmm. I was like, it's gotta be a raccoon, they're so mean, it's a kitten-ish, they're not like they're adorable but they're not as smart as yeah. the big cats and they're not as tough and i could in the turf war mm-hmm, see him really running into a raccoon and like a bad a bad alley or you know yeah yeah a bad fence those whatever. raccoons had a hit out on him mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. they knew where he was from <laughs> what yeah. house the house that stopped feeding them. Yeah. <laughs> and so that was where my m- mind went automatically. I'll admit it. I was prejudiced against the raccoons. Mm. Um, And then it recently came out that it probably wasn't a raccoon. It... Conspiracy? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Who stands to benefit? From the raccoons getting off here is the yeah. real question. I think we've got bigger problems on our hands in our <laughs> sleepy little Ashland town. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So keep your eyes and ears open, folks. Do. The raccoon mafia is out there. Um, did they have any <laughs> any ideas of what it might have been if not a raccoon? Now we kind of think that he might have gotten stuck on the roof and oh. tried to jump down and injured himself on the yeah. jump. That's a shame. They seem to have such an easy time getting on the roof. Yeah. And such a difficult time getting off of it. Stop going up there, cats. Yeah, don't do it. It's not good for you. It really isn't. Yeah. Um... Yeah, I guess I can play a song now. Okay. Oh, here we go. I didn't 
plan ahead for this, but we're going to listen to a song that kind of makes me think about raccoons. I don't know. It's called I Never Knew You. It's by the Avett Brothers. Maybe I just wanted to play this song. Thank you for that song, Adara, that you played. <laughs> and the stories that you said about raccoons. You're welcome. Which is our theme tonight. Um, I'm going to talk about some raccoon stuff. If you're not interested in hearing details about raccoon poop then this might not be the portion of the show for you i'm excited <laughs> okay i'm glad um all right so at my son's school they have a tree and it's the raccoon tree and all of the raccoons poop um on that tree so the kids can't play near it and i knew that raccoons poo was bad for you but i thought i'd do a little research and find out why also my son doesn't enjoy us talking about the raccoon poop tree he says that's private so <laughs> oh yeah that's very thoughtful of him it is yeah he's <laughs> he's very like conscientious of the the poop tree um all right, so it's actually a raccoon urine and feces that you need to look out for. And when they go on a certain place, it's called a raccoon latrine. So it is It is private people. <laughs> they need their privacy. Um, so it can be a tree base, a stump, a garage, under decks, and in attics. Why can't you just go cleaning this stuff up? I ask you. You don't know? I'll tell you. It's because there's a lot of gross parasites and things in their poo that you don't want to deal with. Tell me more. Tell me more. <laughs> the first one thing is raccoon roundworm. Um, they can excrete roundworm eggs through their droppings. Uh, the eggs are very light and be can. Oh, and be can. My goodness. Mondays, am I right? And can become airborne. Humans can easily inhale these eggs and become infected. After the eggs are swallowed, they hatch into larvae that move to different parts of the body and can cause serious illness within a week. Raccoon roundworm is very dangerous and can be fatal if it is left untreated. It can affect the central nervous system and can eventually impair important organs, including the brain. Severe consequences of roundworm disease can result in blindness or coma. So what a way to go. That would stink. Yeah. Don't do it. Don't do it. <clears throat> All right. The other one is Jardiasis? Jardiasis? Jardiasis. I'm going to let my medical friend. <laughs> Giardiasis. Giardiasis. Um, and that's an infection that can be transmitted by many animals, including raccoons. They can carry uh, the organism in their feces, contaminate water, soil, and any surface um, that it can that it might contact. 
and humans also become infected by this by ingesting the droppings. Um, basically, what you're going to want to look out for is nausea, abdominal cramps, diarrhea, and dehydration. Not so fun. Sounds like a bummer. <laughs> a real bummer. Stay away from that poop tree. Um, leptospirosis is a bacterial infection that raccoons can spread through their urine and their droppings. And it can be contracted by both humans and animals. So if you have an open cut or wound and you've come in direct contact with a raccoon with raccoon urine or anything else that they might be giving off from their body, <laughs> you may contract the disease. Basically all of these things end up like the symptoms are that you're gonna feel sick to your stomach um you're not gonna feel good you can also get salmonella and rabies so wow it's hardcore yeah it's intense um what should you do what should i do you should clean your hands oh if you get if you touch it or like you inhale it or something oh okay that makes it me says, feel better. <laughs> or eat it, which mm. please don't do that. Uh, clean your hands thoroughly with antibacterial soap. Monitor for symptoms of illness in the future. If you develop symptoms, recalling that you handled raccoon waste may help narrow down your exact ailment. Treatment of a roundworm or other infection should be handled by a doctor. Should you clean the poo yourself? Should you leave it alone? Uh, if you think that there's a person, a risk of a person or a pet coming into contact with feces, clean it up. Even if a raccoon poops in the swimming pool, the chlorine will not kill roundworm eggs. Um, if it's in the attic, it's going to attract insects, people. Ah. And. Oh, no. <laughs> future. Animals might get it, something from it. It's not good. Is it like a situation where one raccoon poops in the attic and then all the yes. other raccoons are like... They like to all go in the same place. Hence the raccoon poop tree. <laughs> right. Um, interestingly, roundworm spores live a long time. Um, so you just... Like, don't go guns blazing in these places. You should be careful. Am I allowed to tell people what to do? I, I, I This is a situation <laughs> where it's not like you're trying to support an organization. It's more like a PSA. Okay, that's this is true. a public okay. service announcement about yeah. a raccoon. <laughs> if you're confused by this or you're like, what are you talking about? Go online and do these things on your own. Figure it out yourself. <laughs> um yeah you can you should vaccinate your cats your dogs ferrets protect them against rabies if you are around raccoons a lot you should also get the mm. rabies vaccine you can get it post exposure but if it's the kind of thing where you think there's a good chance you could be bitten by a rabid raccoon or any rabid animal, I just mm. do the pre-exposure vaccine, um, and then it's easier after you get bit. 
cool. Good, good to know. Um, you might need to hire a professional to get rid of the stuff if it isn't a place such as your attic. Um, yeah. So, just some tips. It's, it's not, it's not good stuff. <sighs> what a yeah. bummer. It is a bummer. <sighs> so, I have a song for you. If you're still confused and you're wondering, should I stay near the raccoon poop tree? Should I, I go? <laughs> Um, then you will really appreciate this song called Should I Stay or Should I Go by The Clash. It would. Dara and I are just talking ex ex husbands. Yeah, you know I don't have an ex husband. Um, I'm assuming Emily doesn't either. I do not. Yeah, just the one current husband. That's that is correct. Mm-hmm. But I was saying that sometimes I feel like it would be nice to be able to say, "Oh, my ex husband and I did this." Mm. Especially when I'm like doing something mysterious in a chateau in the alps oh yeah yeah intrigue but i feel like there would also maybe be a murder oh yeah or a murder it would absolutely be a murder (laughs) um honestly i'm probably the one who commits it because i feel like it's always like the weird widow Mm, yeah or the wealthy divorcee Mm -hmm. divorcee divorcee Divorcee. Yeah. Committed the murder. <laughs> and welcome back to the raccoon cast. <laughs> the show all about raccoons. Oh, we have our fun. Though, I think it's a little bit speciesist that you assumed that the characters in this skit were humans. Yeah, how do you know we weren't raccoons? The whole time. Mind blown. Mm. Shame on you. All right, now down to business. Gittin' Gear is proud to be an underwriter of KSKQ Community Radio. Located at the corner of A and 3rd Street in Ashland, family-owned Gittin' Gear is here to serve the Rogue Valley with their selection of recycled outdoor gear. Gittin' Gear also offers confinement for the ever-changing equipment needs of the outdoor enthusiast. Gittin' Gear has it all for you. For more info, their number is 541-482-5181. KSKQ would like to thank Gittin' Gear and listeners like you for supporting community radio. All right, back to the coons. Yeah. Um, did you have another story? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Let's hear it. I've got all kinds of raccoon stories. (laughs) All right. And interestingly enough, this one also starts with me house-sitting. What? But for different people this time. Interesting. So I was house-sitting for some friends, and they 
said that they had had some rats recently and that sometimes they hear scratching in the walls at night. And I was like, okay. Never mind. Okay, yes. No big deal. Just a little bit of scratching. I'm sure it'll be super quiet. I'm a heavy sleeper. It'll be fine. Night one. 2 a.m. The loudest scratching in the world. (laughs) Like someone is trying to dig through the wall of their house and succeeding. (laughs) (laughs) She'll never know we buried a man in here. (laughs) Nope, that's just the rats. (laughs) Exactly. It was just permeating. Like the scratching was all you could hear. So loud. Definitely sounded like the raccoon or the rat wanted to be in the house and was like gnawing through the drywall to get there. Oh my. At one point I moved a dresser because I was like, are you trying to dig through the wall back here? What is happening? And, you know, it goes on like this. I finished my house sitting and... A couple weeks later, I'm talking to the friends I was house-sitting for, and they say that they discovered it was not, in fact, rats, but a family of raccoons living in their walls. Oh. Who were, you know, also trying to eat the drywall, but... But they were little baby raccoons. Oh, babies. And I think I've seen the baby raccoons, because sometimes when I'd be leaving their house, there would be a set of, like, six tiny Mm. eyes staring out of a... Sewage drain. That's adorable. Um, and it's like a little bit frightening, but also so cute. Mm. So tiny. Yeah. It's yeah. Super raccoony. Yeah. Like living in a wall though doesn't seem comfortable, even for a raccoon. Sorry, everyone. My phone is just so many people trying to get a hold of me right now. You're so popular. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, oh my goodness. Wow, Emily. <laughs> Turn your phone on silent. So much going on. Right? Oh, oh, okay. It's I a just, raccoon story. It's a raccoon story. Let's hear it. Okay. Yeah. Um, so um my current husband texted me to say that his mom was running for health. <laughs> for health. Okay. Near a park. Oh, I thought it was like a typo of running for help, but she was oh. doing the activity of running for, for health. her health. I think so. Okay. Okay. I'm gonna read. I'm gonna start over and read exactly what he wrote because I'm gonna have a hard time putting this in a different like perspective of who's reading. So this is what he said: My mom was running for health near a park. And I was walking 20 feet behind her and she started screaming like she was being attacked and defending herself against a human predator. And it ended up being a raccoon family looking at her through the bushes. She said their little human hands creeped her out. Uh, He also said, play this short clip. (laughs) Exciting. As, As an example of how... She screamed, so... Oh, okay. (laughs) Seems risky. your radio's down. Perhaps. Ah, ah, 
<laughs> Thank you, Bobby. I like the indie cameo in the background. Yeah, that was cute. So that anyway. was a fun story. Yeah, thanks for pitching in. Yeah, you too can tell us your raccoon stories on Instagram or Facebook by searching us at Dream Infringement. And mm-hmm. I don't know, you probably won't tell them to us in time for us to play on the radio. Maybe you will. Maybe you're like a real speedy fingers person. <laughs> Maybe you've got like 15 minutes. Yeah, but no matter what, I will read your raccoon stories and I'll enjoy them. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. hit us up. Yeah, do. Do so while I play this song for you. It's called Little Dreamer and it is by Future Islands. The end of that song really snuck up on me. I thought it would go on forever. Yeah, came out of nowhere. It did. I really liked it. I've never heard it before. Oh, thank you. I really liked it too. It's one of my favorites. Yeah, I can see why. I think you maybe have heard it before because I was thinking back and I think I've maybe played it on this show before. <laughs> but You might have. It fell on fresh ears mm-hmm. tonight. Fresh ears. That would be a good, if you want to start a radio show, feel free to take that name. I mean, fresh ears is a good name for a radio show. Yeah, because it's kind of a play, play off, play on words from something about fresh air. Mm-hmm. If you're like, fresh yeah. ears. Oh. And it's also kind of a play on deaf ears. Oh, yes. Yes, yes, yes. Like, it falls on fresh ears. Yeah. Very cool. I'd listen. Should, uh, you should bug the people at KSKQ. Now's your time. 2019 is your year to start your own radio show. Yeah, it's not too late, man. Still in January. (laughs) Get going. (laughs) All right. Well, When I was like 10 or 11, I read this book called Rascal, which really romanticized um, having a domesticated raccoon. Um, It's about a little boy who's growing up in um, like the 50s. I'm not actually sure. No. (laughs) The 30s-ish. And he goes out hunting with his dad. I might be messing this up. Uh, I think he goes hunting? I don't know. Anyway, he finds a a baby raccoon, all right? And he takes it home, and it is adorable, and it eats, it was very descriptive about how it ate the little sugar cubes with its tiny little person hands, and it was so cute, and then the little boy got a little collar for it, and would walk him around town, and people would kind of be like, a weirdo, um, but we all know that weirdos end up being the best people ever. Yeah, and it's a raccoon on a leash. Yeah, come be on, Be excited, people. people. Um, if I'm remembering this correctly, and I may not be, because I was 10 years old, at the time, um, there was like another raccoon that was causing some mischief. It could have been his raccoon, but I'm just going to tell you the way I remember it. There's another raccoon causing mischief in the town, and then the townsfolk are like, you cannot have this raccoon anymore. Get rid of it. Um, oh, yes. Okay, here we go. 
Rascal, the raccoon, has become a young adult and as such is getting attention from jealous male males. This is from Wikipedia, so just forgive whoever wrote this. And mm-hmm. interested, okay, so he's interested in female raccoons. Totally natural. <laughs> natural things to happen. Um, Sterling, the boy, realizes that Rascal is a wild animal and can no longer be kept unless he's always kept in a cage. He travels for hours um, in this canoe that he made to release Rascal into the woods at the far side of a lake. And um, he's bummed because his brother won't be back in time to see his pet. So here's the thing. I always thought it was like the townspeople that made him do this. Um, But maybe it was of his own volition. I don't know. I like to imagine a set of townspeople rioting about the idea that he has a pet raccoon. It seems like that happened. I'm going to have to reread Rascal. So here's a song for you by the Rascals called It's a Beautiful Morning. I think you might be familiar with it. Here you are. All right, everyone. We only have a few more minutes to spend with you. I've gotten distracted by looking at pictures of raccoons, so I'm pretty much done for. <laughs> but they're so cute and fluffy. They're adorable. And I like the way that you can put them on their back, sort of like a hedgehog, and they just sort of like ball up. Yeah. Ooh, I am gonna I'm gonna look up quickly about the whole like skin shifting thing that they do. Oh yeah. Cause I feel like that deserves a mention in our last few moments <laughs> of our raccoon themed show. And some weird stuff. Um, okay, so raccoons turn in skin. Can they? Google? Can they? Oh, no. That's not what I want to know. Inside out about pets. raccoons? Um, <laughs> isn't this fun listening to us Google things? <laughs> Is it badgers that can turn inside out? I thought it was raccoons. Because there was that, um, oh yeah, if you want to hear more stories, scary a scary story, there's one from This American Life where a rabid raccoon just would not stop attacking this lady. And I think that's the one where he like shifted like in his skin like, ooh. Weird. Um... That actually reminds me of a different news story I recently read about people with addicts needing to potentially be careful that there are not raccoons in their attics, especially during winter, because they may um, take up shelter there for warmth in the winter. And there was an incident where... Someone opened the like trap door to their attic and a raccoon fell out and attacked them. Scary. So I don't know what you should do. I guess just like <laughs> be more scared of your attic than you already are. 
Yeah. Um, there was a semi-famous raccoon in Ashland that my friend named No Tail. Um, he didn't have a tail. Ah! So, Actually named? Yes. He lived in their garage for a while, and then she was telling us about how she heard this crazy sound coming from the garage, and it was a raccoon without a tail. She named it No Tail. And as we were talking about it, a raccoon crossed the street. It was the very same raccoon. It was very high profile making the rounds <laughs> that was about 12 years ago so i don't really know how long raccoons live 10 to 15 years oh, okay uh that is in captivity so i'm not sure if they have a shorter uh, lifespan in the wild with their rough and tumble ways mm. but well r.i.p no tail yeah yeah i hope that you had a good end of your life me too. Um, you didn't go unnoticed by yeah. us. You'll always be in our hearts. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna pull out that frog story now. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, there was a lonely frog and he they thought that he was the last frog of his species. Uh-huh. And his name is Romeo. Poor frog. Yeah. Um And after years of trying to find him a mate in the wild, scientists began to think he was the last of his kind. And a year ago, his plight drew mournful headlines. Now, an expedition to a remote cloud forest in Bolivia has returned five wild sehuancas water frogs, three males and two females. Researchers plan to start a captive breeding program with the goal of reintroducing the frogs to the wild and ultimately saving the species from extinction. Hmm. That's very exciting. A part of me also wonders if the frogs are just like chilling in the jungle and doing fine. <laughs> yeah. And not actually on the verge of extinction. They're like, chill, scientists, chill. <laughs> like, we're cool. We don't need your help. We're up in this cloud forest <laughs> having a blast. Now you want us to hang out with this isolated weirdo. Such a homeschool kid. <laughs> oh um but if the scientists are correct good for them yeah good for romeo i mean they're probably right yeah maybe probably romeo is lonely no mo and that is exciting news Um, i'm really happy for him i'm glad he doesn't have to be the only frog of his kind yeah He's got real intense eyes. They're kind of like, oh, big and round and yellow with a big black pupil in the middle. And his little froggy hands are like, whoa, hey, what's going on? Romeo looks like he's seen things. Yeah, he probably has. (laughs) Guys, gotta look this up. Maybe we'll put it on our Instagram. Yeah. Yet another reason to check out our Instagram. Yeah. yeah. And our Facebook. Um, I'm just. Yeah. I don't do as much on Facebook as I do on Instagram. I don't either. I think I connected the two. So now if I post something on Instagram, it also posts on Facebook. I can get that to work. But I'm glad you did. I think I did. Or I had intentions of doing that. <laughs> um, so anyway, stick around for more riveting stuff possibly more probably 
probably more riveting with probably Marco more C. together. Probably. Marco C, One World, Many Songs. He's mm-hmm. coming up in about five minutes. Yeah. Stick Marco's got it together. That. He does. We don't. Not always. Not tonight. Not Definitely not tonight. Um, thanks for spending time with us yeah. on this Monday Eve. As always, Bobby loves you. He does. Um, I generally like you. Yeah. Pray for Jennifer. She's in bad sorts. Yeah. Poor Jennifer. Yeah. So much going on. She's got a lot going on. So I'm going to, should I just switch it over to yeah. whatever's happening up here? Yeah, let's do it. All right. Good night, everyone. <laughs>